Hi, my name's Rose, and I'm so excited to bring you this episode of An Inside Job, a podcast about my journey in life and what I've learned to be valuable along the way. I'm the author of An Inside Job, a practical guide to finding your true self. I'm a life changer and a mentor, helping you see your way through to freedom. You know, when you're willing to change, when you decide that enough is enough, the teacher always appears. Whether it's loss, pain, trauma, look, I'm not promising this to be pretty, but I assure you, this is going to be worth it. Understanding yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, and even being in harmony with yourself. Your life is an inside job. No one can do this for you but you. So are you ready? Have you ever wondered what it would take to live a life of greatness? Today I have a special guest with me, Sarah Grinberg, host of the inspirational podcast, A Life of Greatness. Sarah's not just a podcast host, a producer and a mum. She's also the author of Finding Greatness. In her podcast, Sarah inspires people with not just her notable guests, but also how she has overcome challenges and limiting beliefs in her life to show her what a life of greatness truly is. Welcome, Sarah, and thank you so much for joining me today. It's so lovely to be here. Does it feel different being on the other side of a podcast? Oh, I'm used to it now. I love being on the other side of the podcast because I get to talk more. I'm so grateful that you said yes to coming on my podcast. You are my second interview, so I'm a little nervous. Do you have any tips? Don't be nervous. As you know, we are all humans. We are all one. No person is better than another. So just act as if it's a conversation between friends. And I like that. I've followed you for quite a while now on your podcast, and I feel that we have a few similarities in our beliefs. I was drawn to know more. I always say life becomes robotic and then a game changer presents itself. So what happened that made you search for your life's meaning? Well, I've always been interested from a young age for the bits of life that we maybe cannot see with our eyes. And most people have a dark night of the soul, not everybody, when they get into self-development work and bettering themselves. But it was, for me, one of the biggest points in my life for that was when I did breakfast radio and I had to get up at 3.30 in the morning and I had two very young kids, a two and a four-year-old at the time. And it was just, it was hectic. The hours were hardcore and the environment was just, it was not a great environment. And there were moments where I just thought, how did I get into this? How, how has life become so bleak and you know, there was a lot of negativity around where I was. And it was in that moment I thought, well, the only person who can get themselves out of this is me and I need to start working on the internal rather than the external because there's only so much of the external we can control and when we can control our internal, it usually reflects everything else. And basically that's what I just started to do. So I deep-dived into a heap of different literature, of a heap of different amazing souls and basically learned a lot about 
to me, it was like, why have some people achieved greatness and others maybe haven't? And, and you know, what even is greatness? But how are some people really happy and really they could be a happy person who is begging on the street or a happy person that is got an amazing job. I mean, happiness comes from all different walks of life, but what are the similarities? So then I deep dived into that and I, working in the media industry, knew a lot of people and and basically I saw that there were similar things that they were doing. And when I started learning that, I started applying it to my own life. When I started applying it, to my own life, I saw the fruits of that and I saw the whole idea of cause and effect where when we're giving out something and we're really comfortable with ourselves from an internal perspective, that again is it is reflected back at us. And I saw my life start to flourish in the most amazing ways. And I knew that it was more than just reading a book. It was actually taking it on and, and practicing everything I had learned as well, because you can know it from from a literature perspective and a knowledge perspective, but you need to immerse yourself in the learnings as well to really be able to live the life that you want to live. And that's that's what I started doing. And I thought, well, I moved into the podcast area of where I worked the next year and I thought, why wouldn't I do a podcast and help people the way that I found this work myself and give it to everyone else? And so the podcast then just kind of, came about and then grew organically. And, you know, Rose, there was not one doubt in my mind that I thought that this podcast was not going to do well. I just knew it would would do well because I was doing it as a gift of service to everyone. And I really truly believe that everyone needs to know this information and the right people will be attracted to it. And so I've built this amazing community of very like-minded people and I feel so unbelievably, so unbelievably proud of the work that I've done, but also so privileged to be able to have that microphone and share the work with so many people. And and it is diverse. I mean, I speak to people, sports people and entertainers and best-selling authors, but they're from all walks of life because everyone has achieved greatness in different senses. So I didn't want to pigeonhole it into just self-improvement people. It, it's comedians, it's, it's, it's everyone. So that is that is how everything rolled around and how my life changed. And I think we're all searching for that greatness. You know, what does it represent? It is people of all walks of life. One of the things I really notice when you give us your little treasures, you speak in a way that it brings joy when you're hearing it. It actually sounds like you're smiling when you're speaking. And I'm always uplifted by those little treasures because it's straight to the point and it makes so much sense. Yes. Well, these are the five-minute episodes on Spotify and Spotify's wellness playlist, but you can also find them on A Life of Greatness. I release them every Friday. And it's funny you say that, Rose, because you are the second person this week that said to me, I can tell that you're smiling when you're talking. And I am smiling when I'm talking because it is beautiful to be able to deliver this information to so many people. And the topics I choose are always close to my heart. And my hope is that they inspire people to live their greatest life as well. Yes. I have people sometimes that say, oh, you're so happy all the time. It's because I love what I do. And it just, you can't help but express yourself that way. I have a few really big book readers that follow and listen to the podcast. And 
I know that you have an ebook as well, Finding Greatness, Your Life Guide. Can you share with us a little bit about what the book's about? Sure. So basically the book is, it's beginner's level, so people can come in at any time. And I talk about the key things to finding greatness and just to name a few of them, one of them is finding your tribe because the people that surround you obviously help you to either lift you up or bring you down. So I speak a lot about the fact that really when people kind of move into self-improvement work, their friends may sometimes change. And it's really about finding people around you that inspire you and lift you up. And a lot of the time, it's also people that you look at who are doing amazing things and people that you can have a laugh with and share good times with. Because I really believe the people that surround you are, are your tribe. And it's really important to surround yourself with people they can be like-minded but they don't have to be just people that are good people that I like I said inspire you and bring you joy that is the most important absolutely and I'm all for the find your tribe and as you grow and change you find that the people that don't align to you anymore kind of drop away and then there's other people that are coming in that are part of your growth and so a tribe becomes someone that supports you. They don't have to be the same. They just support who you are. So I'm all for the find your tribe. Yeah, You know, there's, you have a few little gems of life tips and strategies that helped you on your journey from mindfulness, healing, dealing with stress, and really good sound advice that brings positive change. Now, which one would you say that brought you clarity? I think not caring what people think is a big one because that affects a lot of people and it makes them not follow their soul's path or not do the things that they want to do. And I did a five-minute episode on that right at the start and I've done a lot of talks on it as well. And I think it's just so important to be able to stand in your strength and know this is what I'm going to be unashamable about who you are and what you do. And and when you're living through a life of love and you're doing something that you really know is where you're supposed to be, and usually it's a gift of service of some sense. And when I say service, it doesn't have to be that you're, you know, doing some sort of, um, you're at a soup kitchen or or doing something like that. It could be exactly what you and I do, Rose, or being yes. a teacher or but just being an amazing mother and giving the gift of, of, of being a great mother to your children. Yes. When you're when you're in a field or you're doing something like that, then you're living your soul's purpose and you know because you love it. So I think if you can clear out the noise of the world and do that and not care what other people think, then that is something that is so impactful. And I remember I interviewed, I've interviewed a few palliative care workers, but BJ Miller and Bronnie Ware are the two main ones. And basically, Bronnie, who wrote the book for the five regrets of the dying, she speaks about how the biggest regret was not living a life that's true to yourself. And, and you know, maybe your parents wanted you to be a lawyer, but you really wanted to work in marketing. And you were a lawyer because that's what your parents wanted to do, but you hated it. And then you're in your deathbed, not really living the life that you wanted to. Or she tells a story about a lady who was in an unhappy marriage her whole life. And then ended up getting lung cancer because her husband was the one that smoked. And on her deathbed, she was like, why did I stay with this guy? This isn't not what I wanted to do and and the regret that comes with that. So I think living a life 
of not caring what people think, usually there'll be no regret in that either. And just going, you know, as long as you're a good person, going full with a full heart to live a beautiful life is probably one of the most important episodes and things that I live by as well. I totally get you because I feel exactly the same. And I had that moment, I'm in my 50s now and I'm living the life I want. I don't want to be on my deathbed, all the regrets, wish I'd done this, wish I'd done that. So I love that you talk about that because I think it's important for people to know that this is the life we've been given and what we choose to do with it is really our choice. Exactly. Now you've spoken to some amazing mentors. Which one would you say has had the biggest influence on you? Look, there's so many and it's it's. I get asked this question a lot in different ways, in different ways. <laughs> yeah. And you've asked it really nicely, as as people do. I think there are so many. So, and then I always forget some, and then I'm like, oh, I didn't mention this person. So I'll give you a couple of names because it's definitely not one person. And I think another thing I speak about is that we should always be learning, and we should learn from different people as well. And that's how I've always lived my life by reading different books and not being with one teacher. But I actually haven't spoken to either of these people, but they were both amazing in my life. They've both passed. Is Ramdas and Wayne Dyer, both amazing spiritual teachers, and and their work has affected me in ways that a lot of work hasn't. And I've just I think that they are beautiful, beautiful teachers. But then there are other people that I've spoken to, like Dr. Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton, who are also pioneers in their field in epigenetics and quantum physics and manifestation and I find them both absolutely fantastic in what they do and their work has had a profound effect on me but then there's people that I speak to like BJ Miller who's that palliative care worker who's whose episode is is so beautiful and so powerful so there's so many of them I don't think there is one episode that I haven't walked away and taken something with me and used that in my everyday life Caroline Mace She's a spiritual healer and she talks a lot about prayer and I've studied her work for many years and her work is just absolutely phenomenal. So I think that she would be one of the key people who who really taught me a lot about prayer and speaking to the divine and uh, the law of cause and effect and the law of attraction. I mean, she's just an absolute powerhouse, that lady. I knew there was going to be a few. I thought maybe there might have been one that stood out, but I understand that I've got a few too. Mm. Now, 16 was a really difficult and influential time in my life. So knowing what you know now, if you could give advice to your 16-year-old, you, what would it be? It would be... It's going to be okay and do what you want to do. Don't do what everyone else wants to do. Just be yourself. Yes. Going back to what we were talking about before, just be yourself and know that it, that it's going to be okay and yes. that life, life will work out how it's meant to be. Yeah, I thought about that one myself. We worry about so much and at 16 I was worrying about everything. And you care so much about what other people think when you're young as well, which is completely normal. But I think if you realise that it doesn't matter what other people think and and when you can stand in your strength and really know who you truly are, then that's when you find your power. But it's hard when you're a teenager. 
It's really hard. Yeah, absolutely. You've really touched on a few things today. Now I know why I was meant to speak with you. If you could step into my shoes, what would you have asked yourself that maybe I haven't asked you? That's a good question. Probably something around what do you embody day to day to live your greatest life? Do you want me to answer it? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, and? <laughs> So I think the things that I'm always working on with myself is, and we go back to it, is the whole idea of the law of cause and effect. What you put out, you will receive. I'm constantly thinking about that and I notice it a lot when things come up in my day-to-day life. So that is one thing, kindness, which then again entwines into the law of cause and effect. I mean, just being kind and having patience, knowing that everyone comes into your path for a reason. I mean, the Course in Miracles says every meeting is a, is a holy meeting doesn't matter if it's the gardener or the person that you just bump into on the street. Every meeting is a holy meeting. And I think when you look at it like that, then you really pay attention to everything, every meeting, every conversation that you have. Something that I was thinking about actually this morning was the whole idea of mindfulness. And we talk about it a lot, but actually living mindfully, because when we do live mindfully, that's when we're truly happy. And there's so many distractions in our life. So I was thinking about being more mindful in embodying that in my day-to-day life. And when I'm having, again, a conversation with someone or when I'm doing something rather than scrolling on your phone or having to answer an email whilst you're talking to the barista to order a coffee, like actually be mindful of everything you do because that is where you'll find true happiness. I think that's a big one. And also watching my thoughts. Uh, We all, I know so much about the way that our brains work and our thoughts and the neural pathways, but I think sometimes we get into that neural negative loop thinking about something that actually doesn't exist and it's just in our head and, you know, most of the thoughts that we think are not true. So ensuring that you can kind of get rid of those negative ones and replace them with positive ones, that's something that I do to live my greatest life and then live a life through love rather than fear, which can be hard at times, especially when when things come up. But I really truly believe that when we do do live a life with love, then we'll see that love come back at us. I mean, I've seen it so many times in my life. It's changed my life. And then one of the key fundamental things that I do that I preach about so much in the podcast is meditation. Meditation has fundamentally changed my life and the way that I look at life and the experiences that I've had. So I think that that is a practice that I do basically every day. And I think if everyone could do meditation and when people say, I can't do it and it's, it's not for me. Please try again, try again, try and find a meditation yes. that works for you. There are thousands upon thousands of meditations and it is life-changing and I am no different to anyone else. My mind was the craziest monkey mind before I did meditation. It was going at 5,000 miles an hour. So don't think that your mind is too busy that you can't sit down and do meditation because that is the whole reason that you should be doing meditation. Exactly. And, you know, I was one of those people could not meditate at all. And I would go to meditation classes, sit there and open my eye waiting. When is this 20 minutes going to be over? And actually giving into it was incredible. And people seem to think that they have to sit there for long periods of time. I sometimes meditate even when I'm doing the dishes. It's about being present. It's about being in a space that it's just you. So you can be meditating when you're walking. I go down to the beach and sit there and just look out at the ocean and I am in silence. 
totally changed me as well. Meditation is just connecting to your inner self. And when you are in in tune with your inner self, you can hear everything that it's telling you. When you keep your mind so busy, nothing can really get in. Being present is a big thing. It's huge. It's huge. Meditation is just, it's such an important thing to do. And, and just find one that works for you because it will change your life. And I say that because it is firsthand changed my life. And even this morning I did some meditation. I was really tired and I thought, God, I'm so tired right now. And it was, it was a guided meditation. I thought, all right, rather than doing the visualization part of it, because I started and then I was like, my mind was so tired. I was finding it hard to do it. I thought just go into love. And so I sat there and I was just, just putting love out. And that was so blissful and nice and beautiful. And that's all you need to do, but it is important to meditation. My biggest thing. Absolutely. Now, how can our listeners connect with you online, Sarah? So the best way to connect with me is Instagram is probably the channel that I put most of the stuff, my stuff on. So you can go to a life of greatness podcast on Instagram. You will find me there. I also have a Facebook page that I don't really do much with, but you can find me there. And there's a YouTube channel, Sarah Grimberg. It's Sarah Grimberg on Facebook as well. And then obviously to listen to the podcast, just go to a life of greatness. You'll find the podcast wherever you get your pods, Apple, Spotify, or the five minute podcast. You've been talking about a lot, how you found me is unlock the greatness within. And that is again, the every day on Spotify or five days a week on Spotify, or you can get it through a life of greatness every Friday as well. So those are the ways you can find me or go to sarahgrimberg.com. Awesome. Sarah, thank you so much for chatting with me today. I really enjoyed it and lots of aha moments for me today. So I really appreciate you speaking with me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Bruce, so much for having me. It was beautiful having this conversation. I hope you all enjoyed my chat with the beautiful Sarah Grinberg. Next episode, we're going to talk about appreciating life's little luxuries. It seems so appropriate to go into that subject after this awesome interview. I am feeling very grateful. I look forward to you joining me then. Take care, everyone, and please stay safe. See you later. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please leave a review. I'd love to hear what you think. You can email them or any questions to info at If you would like to support this podcast, join me on my Patreon at patreon.com backslash This helps me to create and produce this for you. My book, An Inside Job, A Practical Guide to Finding Your True Self, can be found on all online stores. You can find me on my website at rosemonaco.com. I'm also on social media on Instagram as Rose Monaco Official. And you can also find me on Facebook on Rose Monaco Believe the Best is Yet to Come. I look forward to connecting with you next time.